Blog Talk Radio. I thought that wasn't kicking on for a minute. I know everything's new. Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, uh, we got a whole lot, a lot to, to get do. through. So, um, you know, there. Uh, I wish we had some. So far, this happens every year, actually. That yeah. like this is the time school starts until about almost getting pretty close to Thanksgiving. That all of a sudden we don't get any emails. Right. No, no matter what everybody's we, busy. No matter what we do, yeah. there's. We don't get a lot of emails then, and it doesn't even matter what movies are out yeah. or what's coming up. And then, you know, it's January. It could be some nothing movie. But anyway, right. so we don't have a lot of emails to get to or anything like that, but we got a bunch of movies to hit. Right. And if you listen to us all the time, you know we've had a couple of uh, weeks off. Starts and stops, where, yeah. where we've uh, had to do, like, two movies or we, you know, something didn't come together and we didn't do the show. Right. So this week, uh, we've got The Equalizer right. from last week right. and Gone Girl. Right. And then uh, also The Box Trolls yeah. from last week because uh, I I saw that. I was hoping to even also throw in the uh, Stephen King movie. Right. Um, the Good Marriage. A Good Marriage, The Good Marriage, yeah. whatever it is. Um, and just did not quite get that one in. And I'm kind of bummed because I feel like I ought to make a special effort yeah. for that. It even actually shows <laughs> up. I mean, since I could like throw a rock and hit his house, right. I should go see his movie, right. damn it, right? Um, but no such luck. And he didn't come over here trying to push it on me, so right. there you go. <laughs> I wasn't inspired. So you guys are at a total neutral stance for this. <laughs> That's right. Um, but I think so. The box trolls you haven't seen, no. Um, and you know, I I do want to say even before we get into our ratings, which I think we will just like run all our ratings, yeah. Except that may make they it hard it. to no. get through some of the other things we have to do. I don't know. Maybe we should, may, it, maybe we should separate it. But see, that's that's at the beginning for a you know a one movie. Week right. or something, right? Know. And besides, who cares what they want, really? Um, I think I think we'll just do each movie because you're not on this show is for the people. Kind I, of guy. you're like this is our show. I exactly. we do what we want. Right? I'm really interested I to see it. what happens with our Gone Girl ratings. Oh, Me and, too. and man, you could not get more people into the theater. It was to see that Gone whole Girl. experience it was, was crazy. It was fun, and it it was really funny because. I wondered what was going to happen when I found out that Annabelle won Friday. Right. I was like, maybe everyone's not showing up for that. Right. And then it just was like exploded. Yeah. And now all of a yeah. sudden everyone has to see Gone Girl. And probably not least because it's getting really good reviews, mostly. Yep. And we were just talking about like on Metacritic, it's like 79. Yeah. But it's like a weird equal balance between hundreds and fifties. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and, and you're meeting in the middle there. <laughs> And a, and a bunch of like ninety ones, nineties, but it's, it's a bunch of yeah. really high scores. Yep. And then like several fifties. It doesn't look like it's a hot or cold. It's like a hot or it's very kind of warm. It's like very, tepid. It's a know? very weird thing because usually 
you get a score like that, you've got a lot yeah. of variation in what's going on. But this one, no. It's like it could be 75 right? because it's exactly – right. it's weird. And looking at – not that it gives anything away. Looking at those snippets from Metacritic at least. I didn't look at Rotten Tomatoes. It's interesting. A lot of them are saying this is an amazingly crafted film, but – like they actually give it a lot of credit. Right, and right. then they've got this thing that I understand – because when we talk about it, we'll get to it. But there's a thing that a lot of people didn't seem to like. So well, there's there's a lot of things. Probably several things. <laughs> right. But and that's going to be an interesting one to talk. Because yeah. we want to review it, but we don't want. There's, there's a few spoiler things in that that we got to right. And, and so here's the thing. I you know I'm not even sure because no, I'm not I'm not sure it. because for me when it's uh, it's already a book. You pretty know, much know what's, what's going to happen. Right. And that doesn't mean that we're going to say every single thing and give away all the biggest stuff. But at the same time, this is like a movie yeah. where really what you would spoil right. is like you're barely halfway in the movie. It's and about an and hour that's kind in. of yeah. the spoiler thing. But it's not like at the at the end, there's not like, oh, the big trick, right, and you right. find out who Kaiser Soze is right, or something yeah. at the end. Somebody it's, walks, it's, right? Yeah. There's a weird thing, but it's kind of early early on it is it's it's about an hour right. in i know right. you want to do the box trolls but last night when we did go see gone girl there were people while you were out of the line for a minute they were behind us and they were talking about it and one of them inevitably said to the other did you read the book and she said no but i read yahoo today i know all the differences so i guess even if you don't know so the no spoilers one cares, of the book right? no the articles that are out there floating on the right. internet are all talking about what's different about the book and the film right and so she knew anyway even though she'd never read it and hadn't even seen the movie yet but she knew the differences so right. there you go which is weird that but, was really weird to me but, but whatever um and so now the equalizer too that one is like 56 Seven. or yeah. whatever yep. something, something like that so that one's kind of you know in the middle of the road, and and I think the I, highest I don't know. for that was like an eighty. Like right, the box trolls is, is pretty high. Yep. And uh, so you know the thing that I wanted to talk about though, because we'll forget later, is another thing that people have talked about that we do is like the trailer thing. Right. So you know this one's kind of easy in a way. The box trolls, obviously, the trailer is pretty much what you're getting. Right. Except maybe with a little bit more creepy than you think. You were telling but me, but other than that, yeah. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. The equalizer is kind of straightforward in in what you're getting. The problem with that one is that you might be thinking that you're getting the equalizer, right? <laughs> right. For anyone with, who remembers the show, which from the is 80s. not really the trailer's problem, it's just the title's problem, right? <laughs> right. right. Um, and Gone Girl, the trailers for that, I get, I gotta think, kind of no. You, you're like not really getting that movie from the trailers I saw, and I know there's like there's like five trailers for this plus yeah. tons of clips and well, and it's tricky too and, because and all sorts of things. But I think if you watch the trailer and go, "Oh, I'm going to go see that," right? I don't know that you get that movie. I don't think you. I don't think you do. And and again, before we get to all of them, not, that, is, not only that comes that's up terrible. Well, but with the it's Equalizer, the Box different. Trolls is different. The Equalizer, we both. You are more, I think, of a fan of the show, but we're both very familiar with the show that it's right. based on. And Gone Girl, I read most of the book, and you didn't read any of it. Right. When I saw the trailer, I kind of knew. I'm like, okay. So I'm a bad well, – right. I if, think if you have yeah, read the you book, know the you book. get what you're getting. Right. But yeah, it seems But weird. if you have nothing if you got, If trailer. you're going cold and you're like, I don't know anything about it, I can imagine that would look a little strange. The tra- so, I, I feel like the yeah. trailer is going to throw you. I think uh, so. Kind of. Yeah. If, if you have nothing at all right. that you're working off of. 
Okay, so first I'm going to go, uh, just real quick, you did not see the box trolls. I give it a 10 anyway. I saw the box trolls. And, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where it, the Leica Studios, yeah. uh, I'm not even sure if that's how you pronounce it, yeah. but, uh, you know, they did Coraline and uh, the stop motion, and their movies are really kind of their own breed a little bit. Yeah. You know, and even with, uh, I loved Coraline. I was just going to say, you I, like those movies. I thought, I thought that movie was great. Yeah. And, and that's the one where I have like a special fondness for that movie because uh, uh, Neil Gaiman like gave me a shout out for yeah. my review of that because I included, you know, my son's right. Review, right. review, whatever. Of it as well. So it was like this whole cool thing. But I really loved that movie, and what I loved about that movie was that there's just this overriding thinking kids can just be smart enough yeah. that we can just do what we're doing and not have to stop every five minutes and explain what happened again and, right, right. and all that. And it's the same sort of thing with the box trolls. And, you know, you, you kind of wonder if, like, maybe it's because it's stop stop motion that they're like – Look, we can do what we're doing. And that's all we have time for, right? <laughs> right. Because it's going to take us else. ten years to do this anyway. Right. But um, it's it's a really fun movie, but in kind of a different way. Like there are no, there's no like kind of Despicable Me moments going on in the movie. Even though you know I like Despicable Me or like Wreck It Ralph or something, where right. where the kids are just gonna kinda go, Oh, that was so awesome. You know, there's it's just not that sort of story. It's kind of a more subdued, kind of slow ish thing. Right. And it's just like this it it's a lot more in line with like what would maybe be like a bedtime story. Yeah. Than yeah. what would be like the cool animation movie that you're watching and you right. know how to train your dragons and there's flying and crazy awesome. Right. Right. It's, it's a very like, you know, sort of simple, sweet thing, except that it's got like these crazy, creepy parts in it. Like the bad guys are the bad guys. Yeah. And, and you have to be careful how young you go, I think with this movie, because it, you know, uh, a little bit too young, and you'd be freaking kids out. There's right. like creepy stuff. That's there's, awesome. There's like a, that's really cool. The guys, th- and and plus the thing is, you know, it's like these cute little box trolls, and they're like these nice, cute little guys, and then it's like not good stuff is happening to them. Right. <clears throat> and then you have a little kid, and they're freaking out. And there's a part I, I have to tell you, not like this is a spoiler or anything, but. There is a part where it, it is kind of a spoiler because it's at the end, but <laughs> where where the box trolls get killed, except that it's a ma- I would say that's a spoiler. Except that it's a magic trick, so they don't really get killed, right? right. But the bad guy thinks that he has killed them, and yeah. like they escaped, and it was like a magic trick kind of thing, right? Right. So, but if you're if you've got too young a kid with you, right? They don't know. Then all the cute little box trolls just got killed, right. and and it 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 takes a few minutes before they like that reveal the trick. In the theater, did like were there kids that were too little? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, not necessarily that there were they were too little, but you but know they got they vocal about it, it right? Yeah, I right. mean, it's uh, and but anyway, they, there's like this big weird uh, like spider steampunk machine that the bad guy gets and then starts like going after everyone. Yeah. And it would be one thing, you know, just, I guess regular, but he's going after the cute little box trolls. And then it's, and then it's like, you know, you've got little kids watching somebody try to 
smash puppies or something, and then it's you know. So I mean, it, I think great family entertainment. If it if you're too young, it could be a little weird, but it's also like really fun, and it's uh, the boy eggs who is raised by the box trolls and thinks he's a box trolls, and then he has to come into you know regular life again. Right. And people start telling him he's a boy, and he's like, what? <laughs> and, you know, they're all cute together, and the box trolls have their own language, and, and it's a really cute, cool movie. Yeah. But I think for a lot of people, and maybe for a lot of kids, it's one of those movies where it's not going to be the thing where, you know, on the way out, you're going, oh, my God, that was the greatest thing right. that ever happened, and and all that, but you'll want to see it again. Right. I mean, you know, it's just, yeah. it's just not, it doesn't have like a super punch to it, but not really in a bad way, just because there are other kinds of stories yeah. that are not trying to and you saw it go that kids. way, I guess. Yeah. And they liked it. Yeah. They loved it. They really liked it a lot. Yeah. They, it was only a couple of days before they kept yeah. uh, hammering me for wanting to see it again. So. <laughs> That's a good sign. So yeah, it is. But, during the movie, so there's uh, I've got one that's eight and one that's four. Right. And during the movie, there are some parts where they were like, <laughs> "I'm not looking at this." And yeah. Cre- <laughs> creepy and scary. And um, I give it a nine, though. That's pretty good. It's uh, it's you... it's really good. It's just like you know, you have to be. It's it's I think the the way a lot of people took Coraline too. Right. It's, yeah. It's just more of like a. a a longer drawn out, like almost bedtime story. Cool. Then that sounds good. Then something that is trying to, you know, have a lot of wow all over the place or, yeah. you know, sell a bunch of toys or something. Despite you know? any, despite any tech issues, 3d has to be the way to go or did it matter? Uh, I know you said you had a hiccup with the, with we, the projection. We, but had, I mean, we had like a sound issue. Though. Yeah. It didn't really uh, mess with the 3D. So it's cool. I think the 3D was really cool. I don't know if it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. But it was it was more like the 3D where all you get out of it really is depth. You know, right. It's not like anything's right. ever Nothing. coming out at you yeah. or anything like that. But That's cool. it was pretty cool um, in several points where they're uh, showing – you know, the, the whole cavernous place that the box trolls live in and, and the, the crazy constructions that they make to, you know, they, they go out and steal stuff and uh, then they, they rig together these, you know, crazy contraptions that they use to live or whatever. Right. And, you know, the overall story is, oddly interesting (laughs) as a way to like kind of try to introduce uh, kids to craziness, the craziness of the world, because uh, you know, it's like the whole situation is bonkers, right? Except that it's, it's completely analogous to the way the real world is. (laughs) And and so then your kids are walking out going, well, that's a little weird that uh, everybody's got white hats and red hats, and right. and everyone thinks uh, all there is to life is who can have the most cheese. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that is weird. That is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hang in there. It's kid. a little, and it's you know, it's like the upper class and the working class and the doing anything you can to get into the upper class and all that sort of thing. And you're yeah. like, yeah, it's weird that that's like that in that story, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and, Right. But uh, ultimately, really, really, really good movie. Um, That's cool. 
All right, so um, that uh, that is definitely one. It's weird for me. There are movies that probably have more pop and zing to them. Yeah, that I that I would not necessarily say you have to buy it, right? right. Because you can rent it every once in a while, or you'll see it on cable every once in a while, or whatever. Right. But I feel like this one, as much as it does not seem like the thing that everyone will love, I think this would be one to buy. That's cool. uh, to have because you'll want to watch it. You know, fairly frequently, I would think. You yeah. could, your kids would want That's to see really it. Cool. So, so there's that one. Okay, the Equalizer. Yeah. So the Equalizer, Denzel Washington, and um, so what this movie has, and uh, Chloe Grace Moretz right. is uh, like the girl in it. And then other than that, not a whole lot of real familiar faces and names yeah, unless yeah, not, there's uh there, there's the one bad guy who I thought was really cool because he's uh one of the bad guys from Justified. Yeah. And that was cool. Was, that was, that, like that, that was cool to yeah. see him in it and everything, but it's not it doesn't have a whole lot of other name power right. that it's trying to suck you in with. Right. And uh basically you've got uh the name of the movie is The Equalizer and Denzel Washington's character is uh McCall. Right. And uh, other than that, that's absolutely nothing that's in common with the Equalizer at all. Right. Which uh, really sort of drove me nuts. There was, um, you know, this is my thing. Yeah. That uh, <laughs> that I frequently you say, often say if you're going to make which, this film, then which do is it, so but... funny because we see the the trailer for John Wick before this, right. And I said, so is that a thing? Is is that from something? Actually, and I, I don't know about it. Like, that. is that a know. book or a graphic novel or something? Right. Because it just seems weird that it's just his name. Just his name. Right? If it wasn't something that people are going to have any chance of knowing it from something. But I don't know it from anything, right? Right. But so you want to make this movie about assassins. So you go, ah, it's John Wick. I don't know. It's some story about assassins. Right. So now you've got the equalizer. Why did the same thing not happen? Why is this the equalizer and not just, yeah. you know, whatever, just some make up a new thing. It's just some new guy or whatever, because it has nothing to do with the show at all. I th- it's almost like it's just taking the spirit of the show, like an ex-agent of something, it's and the, he's now around to help. It's him. the very vague theory in a way yeah. of of like the first line of the premise right. of the show, right. <laughs> and, and that's it. It's, well, it almost it's, like it, the whole it's thing a guy builds, who helps people. The, it almost builds up to be the very last second of the, the whole movie, which is then the equalizer. Right. Like the whole thing then, gets to this point, which is kind then of strange, he but. yeah at the very end of the movie he's on his computer you know sending out emails or he's got a <laughs> website now or he's whatever. Got a web- yeah. Where he's got like the little, you know, catchphrase yeah, from right. the show right. of, you know, odds against you, need help. Yeah, right. Whatever. Yeah, and it's I'm, like yeah. and then it's like, you know, the equalizer and the A team have this sort the of whole thing. connection of, you know, if you can find them, right. That maybe he'll you know, if right. you can find a way to contact the equalizer, right. then maybe you can get help. But yeah. but for the whole movie you got Right before, right before the film started, you leaned into me and you're like, if this isn't enough like the TV show, I'm going to be pissed. And I just thought, oh, my God, dude, way to, way to like, you know, put yourself in the corner. <laughs> and then also as I'm watching it, I'm like, he must be seething. Like there's <laughs> nothing going on here that's similar. All right. So before we start rating, so everybody knows the movie. And uh, like we said before, I think the trailer pretty much gives you uh, what you're going to get yeah. in the movie. Actually, it does. 
I think if you distance yourself from the equalizer yeah. and watch the trailer, you're even better. Yeah, because that, I do too. That, that's what it gives you. And I, I wonder think. how many people actually remember the show anyway. I don't, I don't know, but see, that's the double weird thing. Like, if you don't care because no one's going to remember the show, call it anything. then really why right. are you right. calling it that? So uh, anyway, yeah. before we jump into it too far, uh, what's your rating? Six. Yeah, I'm like, just above average. I'm like four and a half. Yeah, just um, below average. I think that's where you I'm were like, going to be. I'm like four and a half. I could be more mad at this movie. Right. But really what it is is it it makes so little effort to be the equalizer yeah. that it doesn't matter that it's not the equalizer anymore. Right. They've gone like all the way around right. somehow to making really no effort at all. Yeah. And just being completely their own thing, that eventually you just go, oh, well, I guess they suckered me in, but I'll watch the movie. Right. (laughs) The Equalizer is one of these, like, tough guy names that they could have truly made a movie called The Equalizer that was so remotely like the 80s. And I'm not beholden to the 80s show anyway. I liked it. It was fine. But I'm not devout for it. Right. They could have called this, you know, any number of things like, you know, the hard edge or well, right. who knows. But they chose the equalizer and they named him after the same guy. So right, now you, right. you've tied yourself to this. Do something, you know, a little bit beyond. And it's right. not like this is a reboot. This is really like a whole reimagining. It's almost like it's almost like the, this is the part of the story that happens like five years before the show starts. Right. And right. then this is what you need to know. And then you're in right. there, and he's he's right. got to go through some more changes for a few years, right. and then we'll start the show. Yeah. And because in the show, I mean, he's he's just already there. Yeah, he, there's there's no genesis. It. Right, he's to doing the it. Show. He's been doing it. You don't. Right. Know, it could he's, be doing it for thirty years. He's, he's got really. There. He's got his guys. Yeah. You know, he's got he's got the guy he sends out when he needs like muscle. He's got. Yeah. You know, he. You know what he's got really, and I think this is a little bit strange. This is one of the things that I did have a problem with the movie, and that is that um, Denzel Washington is not actually playing the Equalizer in the show. Right. The guy who's the equalizer, right? Edward right. Woodward, right, right? I think. Yep. Um, he's got a guy. Yeah. Who's who is actually this character? That guy, right? <laughs> who does what this guy this does? This guy does. Because that's not what the equalizer did. Right. You know, the equalizer for, for uh, you know, I don't know. Most of the time, yeah, he's just kind of like the guy sitting behind the desk moving chess pieces. Right. He's not really right. like the guy kicking someone's ass right. or right. getting in people's face or you yeah. know doing weird stuff. Coming back with like, bloody I, knuckles and information, you know, that he's, guy, yeah. He's the guy, he's just like the coordinator of everything. Right. And then he and then he makes the plan, yeah. makes the call and then, and and then he's got it, a few, yeah. he's got a couple right. of other guys he calls. And then you know there's this one episode of the Equalizer that I really remember. Um, that for whatever reason stands out to me. There's some some guy, you know. There's the bad the guy of, of the week, week right? right? Yeah. And he's all up in his uh, thinking. He's really cool in the martial arts, right? Right. So there's this one point where uh, the equalizer like gets out of the car and he's got like his driver slash bodyguard with him. Yeah. And he kind of like picks a fight with the guy on purpose, and then yeah. like his bodyguard fights him, and then they both know martial arts and everything. And the bad guy, like, ends up winning and kicking the guy's ass and then, like, making some snotty comment at the equalizer. And then, like, he leaves or whatever. Right. And then he leaves. And then the guy gets up and the equalizer's like, well, so how good is he? Yeah. 
And really, this is like the best martial artist in the universe yeah. who like just wanted to find out what was going on with this guy right. and let himself get beat. And that's right. who the equalizer is. He just knows, knows. everyone right. and sets up situations yeah. and <laughs> you thought you were in control, but really I made you do all those right. things and you just don't know it. And so that And I like that. That's a cool and guy. That, that's and a that's great not character. really this no. movie. Yeah. This movie is, you know, like Super Rambo MacGyver guy. It's a very, it's a very uh, part of what I liked about it. In ways, it was a throwback to mid and late '80s action films. Right. I mean, it doesn't want to be a homage to it. It just is. Like he really right. is. Like he's one of these guys. When Steven Seagal gets into a fight, he never gets a bruise on him. Like he just destroys armies. Right. So does Schwarzenegger and Stallone. You know. When Denzel takes on the whole inner city, nobody touches Denzel. Right, you, don't, right. you don't touch Denzel. You right. know, no one gets anywhere near him. And and if you're in the mood for that, this is kind of fun. And if you're not, right. and you're kind of like, well, where's the equalizer? I, I, and I think even if you take the equalizer completely out of it as much as you can right. and just go, you know, Denzel. X the action right. movie or something, right? Yeah, I think it works a lot, but there's a lot of it that still kind of was irritating me about it. There's a lot and, to be irritated at. And a lot of and a lot of it that I didn't understand why it was happening and it irritated me and then I'm like, well now you're just irritating me like for the fun of it, right? right. Because yeah, cuz now you're it got me in the chair and I can't like, go. Like for one thing, he's got this thing where he's he's like massively OCD. Right. And he's got this whole like counting the seconds of everything all yeah. the time. Yeah. And it didn't make any sense to anything. No. And it certainly has nothing to do with the equalizer. Yeah. So it's just this like kind of bonkers, irritating thing yeah. that I'm just like going, why? and we're looking at it so often, yeah. right? Yeah. And he like sits down in the cafe that he goes to every day, and he has to move the spoon to the exact space, and his house is like there's nothing in it, and uh-huh. he's got all of this weird OCD stuff going on, and then he's got some like fascination with figuring out how many seconds it's going to take to kill everyone in the room or in the, and then he's like off by two seconds. And then he's like a little perturbed by that. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, but why, what is, where does that come from? It's like this bonkers, nonsensical thing. And it like makes him different and odd. Not in a, not in a remarkable way, but in a way to remark, like it really is like, we've got to take the superhero. What's he going to be? Well, we're going to make him Buddhist. Well, yeah, you know, it's I mean, like, like, or he only fights with like rubber chickens. I mean, like it's it's it, akin to like we got to find a way to humanize him. Let's do it in like a monk way, right? You know, and, like and really, it, let's try that. It's and kind it of like fit very well. It's kind of like we. It, it doesn't fit for, I guess, the excuse we're trying to have. But so ultimately, we find out that God knows what kind of secret. Right, secret CIA double black ops guy right. this is, right? But he apparently did that for a really long time and was really good at it. Yeah. But apparently in like a – there's like another level, right? It's not like being James Bond right? where you go, okay, here's this one little situation. We need to send someone in to take care of it. Yeah. You know, the equalizer is like we're not happy with who's running Czechoslovakia anymore. Right. Like go kill everyone in the whole country or something. And and apparently he goes, well, let me check my watch and figure out how long that'll take me. Right. And so he's like some kind of, you know, super agent, right? Yeah. And so 
if he just starts whacking everybody and then we find out that that was his whole job was right. just whacking people for the government, then right. we won't like him very much. Right. Even right. if he's the equalizer, yeah. we still won't like it. And it's and, and there's <laughs> even if people are not being nice to other people and so we're helping them, yeah. if he just walks in the room and slaughters everyone, right. somehow we still won't like that. But make right. him OCD, right. and now all of a sudden it's him. okay. And I'm supposed because he, to like right. 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 And I don't know. That was just really kind of. I I odd. liked I liked that at first. Actually, I didn't like at first how slow it seemed to be moving. Like it was very slow for me. Like twenty minutes in, and we're just getting these vignette it, moments of it him got getting a little better eventually. It though, did, and then I understood that slow, it was really yeah. like a like kind of a slow boiler. And I and I'm okay. I'm on board with that. And eventually, it, it, it I mean it's a it's a little bit of a long film. It's two hours and ten minutes. You know, and as it's moving on, and there are a series of. Um, Excuse me. There's a series of like bad guys. He's basically going up the list of these bad guys, like a local bad guy who happens to be tied into a bigger guy who's right. actually an international henchman. Right. You know, and as he proceeds through being the equalizer, he takes care of all these problems and all these side things. And then, yeah, well. like, you get a whole helping, bunch of side he's things. He's helping basic. Problems. It's almost like Shawshank. There's, got, there's like the corrupt police. He's getting somebody, and... you know, to get their driver's license and someone else to learn to read. And he's going to get this guy a new job. You know, it's all these little things along the way. And I like them, but I also hate the, what they're doing to the film. They're really right. slowing me down. These are right. speed bumps. It doesn't need to be like a lethal weapon, pedal to the metal kind of film, especially if Antoine Fuqua wants to, like, make a slow boiler. But... Don't distract me with weird things, right. you know. So, as it's well, getting especially, along, especially when you have the things that are, it's like we're setting the stage for him being the equalizer by making him the guy who's gonna, you know, train the guy who's right. too heavy forever to get him to lose weight because uh-huh. he's just the guy that helps everyone anyway. Right, and I get and, that, and we need to like spell that out for you for a long time. Right. And I actually kind of like that stuff. Like, you know, he's like, you came to me. Like, you get the hints of the undercurrent of what he's really doing, but he'll help anybody. Right. You know, you, you want to get a better job? I'll get you into shape. You right. want to destroy the, you know, the mafia? I'll, I'll do that, too. You know, probably bust more of a sweat getting you into shape, right. apparently, because I'm a super demolition man. But right. there's a point about 40 or 50 minutes in where he finally takes on, like, the first level of guys and I in kind a of serious felt, way. In, in a very right, serious right. way, and it was entertaining, it was exciting, it was what I wanted the whole film to be. And in some ways, that moment created like a hump that I didn't think the rest of the film got by, except for one more moment later. Um, like a lot of films want that as the climax to their whole film, right. not just as like a midway point to right. keep you in your seat. The action scene when he takes out a bunch of guys in a room and how they how it's filmed and how he's looking around and how we see what he sees is weapons or you know death dealing devices right. like he needs it you know but he's just right. gonna grab whatever I thought that was really energetic and, 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 and I had it, fun with it. It was cool how he kind of looked at everyone and right. went this is what this person is likely to do yeah. or you know whatever that was it you was know really that was pretty cool, cool. sure I, I liked that technique only later when. He's meeting uh, Teddy, you know, and the guy is basically the big nemesis is trying to figure out who he is and who's this like guy at the restaurant. In. You mean he shows no, up? No, when he or... shows up at his house and he's pretending oh, to be a right, cop right, and right. he's like, so how'd you find me? I paid cash. I didn't leave my name. And there's that moment between them. And that's electric. And I loved it. And I wanted more of both the last 
10 or 15 minutes when he's trying to figure out who this random black guy is that right. has gone to the hospital and is now taking out all of our guys. Right. And then they meet, and I'm like, the rest of the film should be just like this. Right. And it's not. And it's not. It's not, it's not at all. And, you know, that was – And that was a big disappointment. Uh, the, was so the thing that I was going to say um, about how that part of the movie anyway goes is, you know, once we've got that Russian guy who's basically like the super fixer the, right, of right. the Russian mob or whatever, yeah. who's going to come in and take care of business because a bunch of their people got killed and now we're going to have to kill a bunch of people. Right. So there were some things where his character for me like did not actually make any sense. In, the Russian guy, in a the, lot of the ways that it happened, like because yeah. you know, there's we watch one scene and he's one guy, right. and then we watch another scene and he's the guy who just like goes off beating up that Irish guy like forever, right? And then you're like, th- th- those are like not the same guy, right? And then you've got you know, we then you get another scene and you know he's just not that guy either, right. you know, and and then you get the scene where he sees him at his house and he starts talking to him, yeah, and he starts going so. Uh, you know, they're tra- he's trying to pretend he's a cop right. and just have this conversation. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, not going so well. Right. And it's not going well in a in the exact way that the Russian guy immediately knows he's got his guy. Right. Because these are the res- these are not the responses of like a, a person whoever was just there for whatever reason, right? right? And that guy is a totally different guy than the guy that we're going to see in a lot of other stuff. Right. And it's just like, you know, we want to have like kind of a smart bad guy, but then we want him to just be like loopy villain, you know, for part of it because that's cool to watch or something. And it just didn't really like all come together. And, and then once we go, so they work at, Home Depot or, you know, they, they, they work at the knockoff the Home yeah. Depot or right. Lowe's or whatever, yeah. whatever, like home it's like, shop it, it's or yeah, yeah, whatever, what it whatever it is. And, and then, um, which I thought was kind of cool in a way, because it's like he works there and you know that, you know, nothing against those stores, but you know that a lot of those people in those stores, they probably have a lot of problems. Right. And he's going to help he's them, fix right? Them and, yeah. and then they get robbed, and the and that for, that was another that for, great scene. That for me was actually kind of overkill. Was it? it I liked they they get robbed, and then oh, take the ring off of the woman, I get and then that. we go get the you know. What I liked most about that scene I was, just was doing that it too much. We didn't have to see. We didn't watch him do we it. We didn't that watch was him good. do it when right. he when he goes down the aisle, looks at a hammer, takes it. Comes back, the ring is in the drawer. The woman's like, "Oh my god, my mother!" And then ring. he, and then he, and he puts just it puts back. the hammer back. You're like, "That's effective," because at this point, I've seen him do right. We don't have to. We don't have to watch him tail the guy right. or and go into his stuff. house. I or actually whatever. liked right. that because it, it, there were a bunch of these little vignette things that happened, and that was one that I that was part of it. With. That I part of that. it was pretty good, but I thought it was just you know we've we've got enough. Right, I know. Examples yeah. right. now, you know, and yeah. and then it just was, you know, like stealing the ring. It was just like, you know, if the store had like a dog mascot and somebody came in and kicked, kicked it or something, dog. right? Yeah, I right, mean, it was right. just like, really? <laughs> We're just going to keep going? Yeah. Anyway, and, uh, and then he would have probably went and killed that guy and everybody right. they know, right? Right. <laughs> and then, dogs for everybody. And then you wouldn't like him anymore. Right. Uh, and then, so g- getting towards the end of the movie, as soon as we... It, towards the very end of the movie, then we go into the home mart 
Right. 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 And then, aha, it's the big final thing. Right. And I hated every second so of I. everything that I hated happened. Every there. moment there. It was just so, it was like cut and pasted from like yeah. a jillion other movies. And it was like, aha, see, he's like sneaking around and you'll never see him. Yeah. Especially because a lot of those things I hate because you set up a situation. And then you don't necessarily – and then what you deliver is just whatever you want to deliver, not right. necessarily what the situation you have created might lead to, right? Right. right. And they pull up with like three big trucks of their evil guys yeah. and you know they're, they're like taking over the home mart to try and suck right. him in to save the people, right? And then they figure out that he shows up and he – and then now we're hunting him and he right. turns off all the lights. And I'm like, you know, they got like three cars full of ammunition. Yeah. They're just like loading that. They're just like firebombing that store. They're not like He's hunting around. He's got like around. a stapler. And then, yeah. Like a saw drill. Yeah. You know? And, he, and it's all things. the like weird like it. MacGyver A-team like ways to kill <laughs> people or whatever. Yeah. And it just was awful. It was It just really was like it didn't fit with yeah. – it didn't fit really with what was going on for either of them, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean – you cannot sell me on the fact anymore that you have a bunch of Russian mobsters with machine guns, yeah, and you can turn off the lights and none of them go, I, go I turn that. the lights back on, right. <laughs> or you know whatever. I don't right. know. It just was, it was so weirdly cheesy and like out yeah. of place to everything else. So and all the action up until that point had been way better, and that's your big climax. Like that's it. And and what's even funnier, if that. If that home mart invasion battle had been more exciting, more visceral, or just twenty minutes less, exactly, then the like next villain just didn't have to go on because this forever. is just the henchman of the big Russian villain. Right. Then he goes and takes care of the next villain, the big guy, the the drugs are of and Russia, it, and it only takes thirteen seconds to end that. And I'm like, right. and it's and it's why like did you do that, and it's like meaningless in a way. It is, and then I really hate that part of the end, yeah. right? Because of, you know, it's like you, you went one step too far in trying to make it cool, and all of a sudden you made it, you made it goofy. Totally crap, yeah. Because if he can get in there and Ooh. kill everything, right. then everything else that happened it, earlier in the movie should have been even easier. It, it would have been. <laughs> I mean, right. because then he's just right. like magic ninja, and right. he could do anything, right? <laughs> like, that first scene that you liked, you know, that, that yeah. was cool with the big thing... Like, really, he should have just, like, snapped his fingers and they all fall down dead. Right. He's, <laughs> I mean, yeah, because right. he's I just... hope the sequel is just called The Equalizer 2, Magic Ninja. <laughs> like, that would be awesome. Exactly. For me, for me, watching the whole thing and liking pieces of it, it, it's only better than average. It gets a six because Denzel is awesome. But yeah, I, I watch him and I love watching him in it. I didn't miss him all the time when he wasn't on screen, but I wanted him on screen more because he's right. he's that good. And he's not... Not on screen very no, much. No, no, it's not. Anyway. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, he's For me, the overall film felt like I was watching this theatrical released film on TNT. Right. Like, it just felt so cut and uneven. And when you start watching films and they say, this this film has been modified to fit your TV and for time constraints, that's what this felt like. It right. felt like I missed 35 minutes of great, awesome stuff, but it had to be cut for network TV. Right. But I'm watching it in the theater. Don't cut that. Right. Show that to me. And it sucked. It, it it was just a little weird. This, but, if Denzel but hadn't been still, in this, if, still if somebody else had been in it, I would have been with you. I would have been like, this is a four. This is below average. 
He, and, he raises it that much. And, and, you know, see, he for me, he didn't raise it that much for me. He's good, though. Yeah. But, you know, there are other things, and we got to move on to Gone Girl. But right. there are other things, too, like um, all he, he knows they're on to him. He, right. He's got like that thing where he, he knows everybody in that conversation at the door yeah. knows exactly what the other one's saying. And they know what's, yeah, and they know what's happening next. And so he knows that it's, you know, what's going on. So now he like tricks out his apartment with all these cameras and they come busting it. They have this whole thing where he runs away and then right. they follow him and they are heading towards his house, whatever nonsense. And he's in this other house down the street watching all the cameras, and they're right. going in, and, oh, look, he's not here, whatever. And and they show us where all the cameras are. There's, like, this little camera and a train and a whatever. Yeah. And that just was like, you know, this is not 20 years ago, dude. I mean, that is not, that is right. not like the – Right. That is not the high techiest yeah. little trick that he pulled that you know you think it is for some reason. I think it would have been cool if a lot more of the movie yeah. was not focusing on having the villain have to have his moments of crazy and right. instead mm-hmm. have his moments of trying to figure out who the hell this guy is. Right. And right. and show us some of that. Uh, show yeah. us something where he can figure this guy out that been fun. and have some sort of, you know, come up with a plan other than. And, you know, that's the other thing is that, you know, when the bad guy goes, aha, he likes these people, I will kidnap him. Uh-huh. I mean, that's just like I have no ideas. <laughs> that's like you got right. to the end of the movie and said, I, I don't know what to do. Right. So right. kidnap people he likes right. and he'll try to save and yeah uh, you know i don't know it was just a little off anyway it just seemed really clumsy in places and then really boring in places so. right and then you know yeah. pretty fun in places so and really it rose up and it, it had really good moments and it was just such a weird up and down ride because i kept thinking man just do more of that no nope, not and, gonna do that for a while and you know he and then he has that part where he goes to see whoever yeah. uh the leader of the black ops universe or the president yeah. or whoever it is that right. he goes to their secret hideaway place. Right. And, uh, and that part was kind of cool. And yeah. they were, t- and then they were talking about, it, and then he has to go to somebody and go, okay, what the hell did I do? And, right. and then he gets the Intel on all these people. Well, look, these are the people you killed. Right. Uh, oops, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And so this is who's after you now. Right. And he gets all this stuff. And then at the end, um, you know, I, I don't know who the two people are, right? But yeah. uh, like the one of them says, "Did you were you able to help him or something?" Right. And whoever this woman is, who's the leader of whatever she's the leader of, right, says, uh, you know, he didn't come here for help; he came here for permission. Right. And that was pretty cool. That is a cool moment. Except that is like a part of the other cooler movie that yeah. does other things. Also right. interesting, you know. Yeah. I don't know. So it just yeah. it, even when you had like a really kind of cool moment like you just that, don't, you, you don't didn't get it. as much. Yeah, out you of don't it. harness right. it and, and really get right. what you need. So, all right. So kind of disappointing. I I don't know what I really thought of the Equalizer. I just kind of thought, you know, another training day team up. You know, these right, guys made right. a great film and it got him his Oscar. Like I think I expected, I expected this to be. You know, it's really weird. We don't do this much. I expected the Equalizer to at best be an eight. You know, right. just based on what it could do and what it was doing, and right. I didn't think it even remotely came close to that. Right. So, yeah. yeah. All 
All right. Now, uh, so Gone Girl. Right. Um, I so this, this is, will be interesting. What did this, you do? What this, did you think? This is a weird movie. So everybody knows the movie, and uh, Ben Affleck's wife disappears. Right. And like, if you watch the trailer, yeah. uh, like we were talking about, the trailer is not maybe indicative of the movie you're getting. Uh, his wife disappears, and basically, uh, all eyes turn to him. Right. And the husband is. The first and to be and then of, so. not only is it just that like all eyes turn to him, but also then some stuff happens right. where it looks more and more like him. Right. And then what happened? What happens? Right. right. <laughs> and then and then other stuff right. happens. Okay, so I am like really solidly at a three. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. I totally hated this movie. Oh my god! You hated the whole because the only the look, only it's two thing two and a half hours long. I I can I can appreciate hating the last half hour because it takes a tonal shift. And no, becomes, I give you the last. Uh, I give you the first hour. The first hour the of first the movie, I thought was fun. really good. It's really tight. And where does it lose you? What happens? When you figure out what's where she's gone. So no, here's the thing for me. Okay, well, what's your score? And then we'll talk about it. I'm at, I'm at, the more I think about it, and this is tricky, we saw this last night. My instant reaction last night was a nine. Okay. And I'm at about eight and a half or nine. I still feel, I still feel more eight and a half than nine, but last night I was having so much fun with it. Right. So, okay, for me, um, the like I said, the first hour is really good. Yeah. And and really the the weird thing is where it loses me yeah. is where it starts doing stuff that's just stupid, yeah. and and that's like after an hour. Right. Then you'll get a you'll get a little piece where the story just is kind of stupid. Then maybe you'll have some more halfway decent stuff. Yeah. And then it'll do something else that's just stupid without maybe giving anything away. I I think what you. Before we start spoiling stuff, and even though we don't have a lot of time left, and there are a couple little spoilers, but like you said, this thing's been out for a couple of years. People should know the spoilers. Right. It sounds like what you like are the things that happen in the moment as we understand it with Ben Affleck's character, Nick. Like, not the flashback stuff, not the not the stuff that deals with Amy, but like his stuff. When, when things are regarding well, him no, as no, a suspect, I, that's it? I, see... Because there's a point about an if, hour in where you, we realize what's you, happening. Right. If you take, like, the first two hours, like you were saying, the last half hour. Um, it's a little weird for people, that, but... That's one of the real problems for me, is that the last half hour, all of a sudden, it's almost like self-mockery. It, it is. It, I, I it, agree. It's like... It's it, self-parodying, it, satirical it's, stuff. It's making fun of itself. It's making fun of you for liking it yeah. in the first place. It's making fun of everything, and it's just going, look, what's the stupidest thing we could do and let's do that dumb and and you're such a dumbass that you'll yeah. like it yeah and here it is yeah and i'm like yeah you know i'm not on board yeah. <laughs> for that yeah but no i like the so i think the the first spoilery part i yeah. think we're just going to spoil do it, okay so what happens is uh he, we're going through like day by day of what happens when she disappears right. and he um ben affleck first finds that she's gone and calls the cops and yeah. the whole thing and then they have this thing where she does these like treasure hunty things and yeah. puts clues 
And that kind of, you know, following the clues also becomes part of it. So it's like it kind of becomes part of the whole thing that it happens on their anniversary right. and whatever. But um, so she disappears. And and then we start getting bits of her writing in her diary where we're like flashing back. Right. And then we see like their relationship when it starts because she's writing it in her journal and all this. And then it like keeps going to where as things look weirder for him or start to not look great for him, then we start getting to the journal entries where it's like, oh, this one time he like shoved her into the stairs and stuff like that. And then it, you know, goes on and on. And then uh, what happens is we find out that she faked the whole thing. Right. And that's like the big, I guess that's the big spoiler because later spoilers are not exactly like spoilery. Yeah. They're just kind of repercussions of that. They're just the weird things that happen. Right. But that's like maybe an hour in. I don't know exactly, but we find out that uh, she's faking it. And it's not that like all of a sudden I don't like that story anymore or something. But that was still kind of okay, except that a lot of the stuff that happened on that side of the story was really stupid. And then, you know, then I just – I didn't like it. And one of the things that I really didn't like about it, and this is, you know, probably as much just the book and like the pure story part of it is that, um, it, we wanted to end in a certain place and I don't know what the differences are with the end or whatever, but we wanted to end in a certain place. So a bunch of really stupid crap had to happen in the middle to tie it up. And then you go, well, this is the stupid thing that has to happen so that we get one step closer to where I want to be. And yeah. then this is the other stupid thing that has to happen and then, yeah. then on and on. And in the end, I think if it would have like somehow ended right at the two hour mark, you know, I would have been like maybe seven, seven and a half. Yeah. And I'd go, well, all right, there's a bunch of, there's issues, there's dumb I, parts, it's still done well, but I, but I, yeah. I liked a lot of it. And you know, that's the other thing for me is it's done really well. Yeah. And, you know, oddly enough, that's just not good enough for me. I mean, yeah. it's like no, I get it. It's like David Fincher directs it and it it's really well directed, it's really, at really least well. at least for the first two hours. And then it's hard to even judge how well it's directed in yeah. that last half hour because you're like, I don't know what what is the better way to do this? Right. right. Because what you're trying to do is something so stupid that yeah. how do you do it better? I don't know. Yeah. Ben Affleck's really good. I really liked a lot of the stuff with him and his sister. Yeah, they have a great... Except that uh, even that, in the end, there were a couple of parts where all of a sudden I felt like I was watching a Lifetime movie. You know, it was like there was these really... There's these really good parts. I thought they were great all the time. And then all of a sudden they have to have a couple of scenes where it's like, I don't know, I want you to have this... Oh, I know what you mean. Fight oh, about oh, yeah. like, are you, you calling? Yeah, yeah, right. Are you are you asking me if I murdered my wife and stuff? Right, and right. it just felt like really like forced and I, not I what necessarily mean. what they would really say to each other. Yeah, like the characters that we got the whole time. But I really liked them together. They were great the, the whole had, the they, whole time. And then now here's <laughs> so maybe this in itself will kind of be a weird spoiler, but as I've said before. Uh, many times, one of the things that I don't like and just kind of turns me off of stuff is if you're if your bad guy 
is just like pure evil right. and like a total sociopath, then it's not that interesting anymore, yeah. you know? And it's, <laughs> it's almost like, then she gets really crazy. <laughs> and then you're like, Oh, well, you know, now I don't care. Right. I mean, right. What I, what I might care about is the story of some halfway normal person that you can, you can think of as slightly normal somewhere. Yeah going through all this stuff and doing this whole thing and putting this all together and uh, Ben Affleck cheats on her and she finds out. And so, aha, woman scorned. And, right. and there's this whole, like, you know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus thing, right? Like how do men get their revenge and how do women get their revenge? Yeah. And, and, and there's, you know, there's interesting stuff, but then it turns out that she's just the craziest person that's ever lived. She's been up to 11 all the time. And then I don't really care yeah, anymore. Now all of yeah. a sudden it's like the floor fell out from under me. And I'm like, I thought I was watching a story that I was interested in. But look, yeah. <laughs> not so yeah. much. And I don't know. I, I, can, I can understand that. Uh, I really can. I, I anticipated like pretty much everybody groaning in the theater. And it was weird. That was the, that was the first time we've been to like a full house in a long time. When we oh, walked yeah. out, you were like, this is like Harry Potter. It was massive. Because when we walked packed, out, yeah. it was packed for the next show. So that's good to see. That just goes to show that the buzz on it and that, that so many people love that book, which doesn't mean it's a good film. Right. I really love David Fincher. I think the way he directed and set up this film was a David Fincher film. Right, like Fincher's right. stuff. If you really can understand. You could, not, you, not could watch, down, you, but, you could watch it and not know he did it and right. go, I bet he did it. And go, that's right. a David I mean, Fincher yeah. film, right. I I loved everything as far as like the currency that I felt like it built up for the first 90 minutes that carried me through a fair amount of stuff that I knew having read most of the book was coming. Um, I loved how funny it was. There were a lot of funny parts that were really good. It is a very funny moment. I love how strong all the actors and actresses were with each other. Like people like to give Ben Affleck a lot of crap. He's really great in this. Yeah, he's, he's really, really, he's really good. And Tyler Perry was great, and I don't like him I, at all. I loathe Tyler Perry, and he stole every he, scene he, he was he in. He was good. He yeah. stole every scene he was in. I, I mean, it it certainly gets to a point where, and I can't be hypocritical about this, because so often for people who've listened a long time know, I come to rating a film based on the story. Like, right. can you tell a good story and then get the actors to, to fulfill it? This story... The screenplay by Jillian Flynn, who wrote her book, she gets to have her cake and eat it too. She basically has the ending in her book, which is not the same ending that the movie gets, but she she tweaks it a bit. And in both of these stories, she puts herself in a horrible corner with what she's decided to do, and then it becomes and wh- and ha- where it and can how, go at the and, end. Right, Nothing can happen at the end. Not the, right, if, good, if, right? If his wife becomes the devil. Right. That's maybe on par with how crazy things have to get. Because she really then becomes godlike in her ability to kind of micromanage all the mitigating things that are. I mean, she's smart, but she, you're not Hannibal Lecter smart. You right. have to be kind of above everything smart. Right. When she puts herself in that position, you realize it can only go a couple ways and they're all ridiculous. This is basically like the next generation's fatal attraction where you realize Sharon Stone's character in order to do these things. And I know this is a weird digression, but in order to do the things that she does to Michael Douglas in fatal attraction, she has to be God right? or the devil. She has to be omnipotent. She or, has to be, or she has to have like a whole crew or helping right, her out. Right. There right, has to be, there has to be a million things in her favor because she can't control them all. Right. And in this instance, you believe 
that Amy um, could be incredibly, incredibly smart and just real tweaked, like really like she, she's massively sociopathic, right? In, the, in and, this movie. and then it, to the extent she's she's like movie sociopathic, right? You know, I mean, right. she's like real sociopath. Look at I her still, sideways. I right. still wound up because I'm a fan of Fincher and I was in, enjoying all the characters. And even when it hit the real weird rough patch in late in the film. I was having so much fun with having fun with it that I coasted through the part I didn't like. Yeah. And I don't like it. it. I just think this is like a built-in like thriller, psychological, genre-bending kind of thing. It doesn't have big like crying game you know, surprises, but no. it's got a twist that people don't see. And, and if you don't know it, you're going to have it spoiled anyway because it's all over the internet. But when you realize that it's like a he said, she said, like you said – and the interesting thing is you're dealing with Ben Affleck in the moment talking about his relationship and her through her diary entries, which we figure out later aren't real legit, to set up this big crime of revenge that she has. Kind of liked that because, well, I, I guess I skipped this part. Part of what I didn't like about the whole thing was how much I didn't like the book. I, I didn't enjoy the book much at all, but I read it because I right. knew it was big and popular and that this film was coming out by one of my favorite directors. I wanted to like the book. Right. The film improves on everything that's horrible in the book by leaps and bounds, but doesn't get to a point where it can improve the worst of the book. It just can show what's the worst of the book. I feel like it kind of does that for about a half hour. Well, but, but it's off the crazy train, <laughs> and it still is a little bit funny because at that point now what it is is it's just so self-parodying. So satirical about the whole situation. I, I, I mean, it it's practically turns into a cartoon. It does. Uh, like when she's when she's like back, and they're talking, and she's like, "I'm not gonna hurt you." The look on his face is the only thing that makes that scene work because you're like, "Why would you even be in this place with her?" Right. He's, like, but he's his still humor, there. And but his whole thing, right. like their motivations aren't believable. But in the construct of the film, I'm taking it because I'm having a good time, and everything for 90 minutes ahead of this has been amazing. I'll give you this. Sometimes you just can't do it. But for me, David Fincher doing a horror film, a, a, a psychological film rather, should be on par with like Seven, you know, like his other films. Right. And instead, you know, I, I saw – this is an original thought of mine. I actually saw somebody say it's a little depressing that a David Fincher movie about a website was more engaging and frightening you know, than this film about a couple who were getting through maybe right, someone right. killed somebody else. I mean – the social network as a story has characters that are more believable. Like whether you like those characters or not, you can get behind them. At a certain point here, this film draws a line in the sand and then reaches over and slaps you in the face and says, you can't believe anything anymore, so don't try. Right. Just enjoy the ride. Now it's now and, you, and you, thought, was, you thought you were watching something you that you could uh, get invest into. in. And, or something. and I realized at that point that the fun is different now. Like it just shifts. And there's a big tonal shift. And I was okay with it. But I absolutely understand why someone... Wouldn't be. Yeah, I get it. Uh, we're totally going to run out of time. But, you know, for what me... What a weird film, though. For me, too, the thing is, uh, this this for me ended up being just a movie that uh, the story is just really stupid, and you just get really good people to make it. And I'm like, ah, that doesn't make it a good movie right. for me. And then at the end... Um, we're probably going to go over like a couple of minutes. Um, so if you're listening okay. live and it runs out, right. then that'll just happen. But um, I, I don't want to go too far over, but I think we'll probably go over a little bit. Yeah. But at the end, when it goes goofy, it goes so goofy that like for me, it just suddenly like makes me think of 
other things that I didn't like about the movie huh. that I didn't care that I was okay with not liking then. But now, now, you're, now like, you're basically calling me stupid for liking the first part of the movie. Right. Now I have to not like those parts. Like, you know, the right. thing that really bugged me uh, as we were walking out of the movie, yeah. even, the thing that really started to grate on me was the fact that, um, you know, if at the beginning, there's one part where they get to like the second clue or the third clue or something, yep. and he like hides it, right? Yep. And if he would have just, done what I would think a fairly normal person would do because at that point he didn't have different. anything to hide. Right. It's right? still open. Yep. He didn't actually have anything to hide because he doesn't actually have anything to hide. Right. right. I He's mean, just genuinely mystified about and, what happened. And then he hides that clue. Yeah. And then you think, you know, if you would have not hidden that clue. Right. And showed her the clue. Then we then he just said, well, this is why this means this, right. and so this is the next place, and so this is why this means means this. And when they finally get, even in the movie, when they finally get to the last clue and you find the thing, the yeah. last clue is basically like not even in a real secret code, right. saying "ha ha, I'm going to screw you over, and right. you're going to be you're going to go to jail for killing me, but it's all a trick." Right. And if he'd have just not hidden that clue. Then the cops would have just followed him all the way down, and yeah. we'd never had a problem. Yeah. And then, so why did he do that? For there's like He's no a reason. Character. For, there's no reason for him to do that except he has to, or else the movie's over, right? And <laughs> movies and only forty because, minutes. Because yeah. because then the story doesn't work. Yeah. And and then I hate stuff like that, right? When yeah. there's all these little pieces, like I said, when she goes to, um, you, you know, the movie only ends up where it ends up because she gets screwed over by the weird rednecks in the trailer park where she's staying. Right. Right. Which another thing, you know, I thought they were going to turn up later. So like, and uh, that didn't happen. So at least that didn't happen. Right. <laughs> because that would have been a whole, that other been a thing. whole new level of, but you know, that's like, we have to, we have to sit through the goofy crap of her being at this place at all, which, I didn't love a lot of that stuff where she's just kind of sitting there yeah. because it wasn't doing anything and she wasn't really giving me anything anyway. Um, there were some parts where she's kind of giving you her thoughts about how he's not going to screw her over and divorce her. And, right. and she's kind of, you know, explaining stuff to herself. Those were okay. Right. Right. But this was like, we just have to have her sit here for a while and talk to this girl for a while yeah. so that we can have her get robbed so that she has to suddenly come up with a new plan. Right. And she has to figure out something else. Right. Which is kind of doubly weird because originally she was planning to kill herself. And right. now she's decided that she doesn't want to do that or whatever. And then she has to come up with this other plan. And then, so she kind of gets this other plan but then the other plan is not exactly working the way she wants it to either. Yeah. So now she has to have a new plan for that plan. Right. And then all of a sudden it's just, you know, then the gloves are off and we're watching Scooby-Doo. Consider I mean, yourself like, lucky. Consider yourself bonkers. lucky that you – I mean we are – we don't have to go on about this for too long. But right. consider yourself lucky you didn't read the book where what you hate about the story happens tenfold in the book. Like she has right. a backup plan for a backup plan in, in her return to Nick. You know, she also has poisoned herself with antifreeze and vomited and saved the vomit in the freezer as a as a thing to be like, if you turn on me, I can say you tried to poison me. Right. He right. figures out that this frozen broccoli isn't 
broccoli. It's vomit right. and he freeze and throws it out. I mean, there's all these weird little like coyote roadrunner things right, that they're right. doing. And it's basically like, with no offense to the fans of this, you know, writing, it's like a Stephanie Meyer kind of, you know, well, oh, I, I got see, it. Like, I'm going to do it to this level. That's a great thing to take out, right? Absolutely. Because, because if he ever thinks that she's that this crazy. far wacko before anything happens, right. then that'd be a whole different movie. Then, then right? the movie is now, why are you with this crazy person? Right. Because you don't love her. You're looking for a way. But it, there are, I mean, in the book, there are these things where you're like, why would he do this? There's a lot of uppity things that go on in the in the story that thankfully she took out, but she was writing like this sensationalist kind of thing about like how crazy can I make this person or right. how does – the idea of the book is different than the film in some way where she's like what happens when people who aren't real – you know, get married and then they live a lie and they're trying to keep up appearances. And, you know, it's right, like right, kind of the right. War of the Roses, but it's it would be a little bit more effective right. if it was just very blunt. Well, and see, the thing is, you know, there's all of this first hour yeah. and all of her, like, original plan, yeah. right? I was on board with watching that movie, right? Yeah. But that's a movie about... You know, you got to be crazy to have this plan. You have to you have to be somewhat crazy, right, yeah. to have this plan. But, you know, you were kind of a, like, real crazy or something for a lot of the movie. And then we're watching how, you know, she took, like, six months and – or however long. But right. she took, like, some amazing amount of time yeah. and planned every little bit of this where, you know, she would have friends that – uh, she'd have pictures with doing right, stuff right. just so that he wouldn't know Yeah, when, you know, and there's like yeah. all these steps and she's got, you know, chart after chart in her calendar yeah. and, and she's plotting out like every step that happens and all this stuff. Right. But then we get to the part where she's got to come up with this new plan. And then it's like, you know, she's in the, she's the equalizer at, at Home Depot. And all yeah, of a sudden it's right. just, I don't know, give me something. I'll yeah, make it work. Right, right. And she's like, I don't know, this is the house I'm in. Let me look around at it for 28 seconds and go, right. uh, okay, here's my plan. Right. And then it's just, it was just so, it was just so bonkers. And I think that the film is going to work and seems to be working and resonating very well, especially with women. Um, who seemed to be the predominant you know, right, driving sure. force that we were there. Uh, it's hard to extrapolate that just because we saw two shows. But anyway, right. uh, the book sales were really big. You know, These things, I think that there hasn't been a film like this in a long time. Well, that's true. And I think it's so weird and keeps you off balance that it's going to be a big blast. It's going to be a big hit. The right. book sales are going to get up. And, and, and like know, it's going to do very well, even though it is a faulted... It may be the most fun I've had with a terribly faulted film in a long time. Right. Like, I can't remember a film that was and, from the outset, just and, like and so then, weird. You know, even the part where every time Tyler Perry shows up, yeah. you're like, well, okay, for a few minutes, I don't care how much I don't like the movie anymore. Right. Because, having, because yeah. he was so, he was so fun in good. it. If he could be like and that, like I often. said, like I said, I can't stand yeah. 90% of everything he does. Right. But in this, he was he was great. great. He, he was, was he like was he, he was so on. And then you know, I'll tell you the other thing, the final thing that really is the nail in the coffin for me is yeah. even if you play along with everything that happens in this, and even that last half hour where it goes ridiculous, you still go, okay, fine, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna let you go. It still ends stupid. 
Right. I mean, it still ends like kind of, you know, we ran out of film. Right. I mean, it's like, you know, it just it just stops. It just goes. um, And then whatever. Yeah. I mean, it still goes. Yeah. I, I have no plan for the end of this. I'm just going to see uh, what the budget says my shooting schedule is and how long I can right. keep doing this ending because it's like it ends and then it just keeps going and going and going until at a certain point it doesn't anymore. And I, I got to tell you, I. I actually really loved the last, you know, the end. I actually like really like the very it. end. Yeah, and I like it because it's the exact same as the start. Like, but now that you look at the start of the film and you look at her when she looks back at us, you look at right. her differently. Right. Two and a half hours later, when she looks the exact, it's the same footage when she looks back well, at no, you. Well, no, no, you the, like at, that little part where we're looking at no, her. No, I know, that's I know, not what I mean. I know. You, I, I know, mean the fact that saying, there's no I'm story before. Saying, I know. I'm just saying I love. That yeah. part is okay. I actually love that she looks and it's the same look on her face, but now we know how batshit crazy she is. Right. Like that, I that part I itself that. is okay. I, I dig it. But that, I know what you mean. That part right there. But you know, before that happens, it's like there's there's story that just keeps yeah, going no, I and know. then it's over. I know. All right. Well, we, we gotta get out of here and this has gone on uh I'm sure long enough. Yeah. But so I you know, this I don't is the know. biggest you better you wanted. You still have to go see Gone Girl. You right? do, and I think you're gonna have a this blast is, with ninety minutes. This is maybe. way the hugest this difference. This is the biggest difference. Right. This is a giant For a while it wasn't it, but this was big. So. I just God it this is I knew you You know the thing is even it. as we're walking out, however much fun i might have had when i had fun and however much yeah. i liked it yeah. you know whatever i'm walking out going uh, you couldn't pay me to watch this again there's like no <laughs> amount of money that i will watch this i'm again. pretty I'm, psyched to, to see it again i bet you are okay right. um <laughs> next so, week uh, is dracula untold or the judge based on what we get and we may get both but we may get both i, I feel like i really want to see the judge for I some too. reason it's weird even though the last two previews i've seen make it look like a lifetime film yeah. it looks so bad but i trust robert duvall and robert downey jr right. and those guys aren't going right. to be like they could make something out of it i, I, I wonder right. if when we see it that will be one of those Things where we talk about the trailer, and but go, yeah, the trailer makes and it go look, pay no attention to the trailer. Oh man, I hope not. Because if we get the film the trailer is purporting, I, then, I don't want to see it. <laughs> right. So, all anyway, right. Well, uh, we will see you next week, and uh, thanks a lot for tuning in. And please remember to share, subscribe, yeah. uh, rate us on iTunes, whatever. Find us on Stitcher, and you know, jillions of other places. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Thanks. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. GEICO's been around for more than 75 years, back when they were using Morse code. Sorry, that's just my sense of humor. What's more, with GEICO, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents on the app, online, or over the phone, so you can talk to them at night or in the morning. 
So forevermore, just know that no other auto insurer has more more than Geico. More power to you. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.